From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, President Yoon Sun-yeol reaffirms his commitment to reforming the labor, education, and national pension systems. A KBS survey finds that a majority of South Koreans believe relationships are more important than money or ideological beliefs. And travelers entering South Korea from China face tougher quarantine measures from Monday. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. President Yoon Sung-yeol reiterated his commitment to pushing ahead with three key reforms in labor, education, and the national pension in 2023. At a New Year's meeting with the nation's top officials from across the executive, legislative, and judicial branches on Monday, Yoon stressed that despite expected difficulties, the reforms must be carried out as ordered by the public. The president called for the prioritization of public livelihood issues while swiftly eliminating factors that impede economic growth and development, as well as accelerating normalization. Highlighting protection of the law and principles, Yoon urged those in attendance not to give in to resistance by those holding vested interests, warning that it would threaten sustainable prosperity. He pledged to solidify the foundation of liberty, solidarity, human rights, and the rule of law, saying solidarity with the international community based on universal values will help protect national interests and offer more economic opportunities. President Yoon Sung-yeol has ordered military commanders to maintain a thorough readiness posture against North Korea and punish provocations with a mindset to not avoid going to war. According to presidential spokesperson Lee Jae-myung, the president issued the directive on Sunday during a video-linked call with Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman Kim Sung-kyung and other top commanders. President Yoon told Kim that the new year has begun, but the nation's security situation remains grave, adding that North Korea will continue hostile acts using various symmetrical and asymmetrical means while advancing its nuclear and missile threats. The president said that the military should certainly punish any enemy provocations with a firm determination not to avoid going to war, stressing that only the robust mental readiness posture and practical training of South Korea's troops can guarantee strong security. The military has launched a division to counter threats from North Korea's nuclear arms and weapons of mass destruction. A ceremony led by Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman Kim Sung-gyum was held to mark the occasion on Monday, where he ordered the reinforcement of the military's deterrence and response capabilities against the North's nuclear and missile threats. According to the JCS, the new unit is expected to lead the development of the three-axis defense system and oversee integration of capabilities in space, cyberspace, and the electromagnetic spectrum. With the new division as the foundation, the military plans to launch a strategic command in charge of overall operations to counter the regime's nuclear and WMD threats. Most South Koreans believe that good relationships and family are the most important facets of life, shrugging off political labels in a new KBS poll ahead of the new year. Our Beju Yun gives us a more precise and detailed look into the results. KBS conducted a survey of 2,000 South Koreans from December 22nd to 26th on what they believe was most important in life, among maintaining good relations with others, money, and holding strong convictions. 
a majority of respondents chose maintaining good relations, mostly with family, while 37% mentioned money and 9% prioritized holding firm convictions. As to select between living life on one's own terms or in cooperation with other people, the number of respondents that chose cooperation was more than double those that wanted to live life their own way. On state policies, the percentage of those that gave priority to welfare was over 10 percentage points higher than those prioritizing growth. Responses emphasizing environmental preservation were nearly three times those for urban development. Support for equality was five percentage points higher than that for free competition, with an overwhelming percentage of respondents holding animosity towards the established generation with vested interests as well as unearned income. 75% said the world should no longer be dominated by those holding vested interests, and 64% did not approve of living off assets inherited from parents. On issues concerning family, about 6 in 10 said marriage was necessary, but the rate was 68% for men, while only 47% of women agreed. Men cited their spouse and parents as the most important family members, while women cited children and themselves. Meanwhile, 48% consider themselves to be neither politically conservative nor liberal. Pigeon KBS World Radio News. An analysis of a KBS survey on so-called swing voters was conducted to better understand those that do not consider themselves to be either conservative or liberal. The results show their views cut across the political spectrum on various issues. Richard Larkin has the details. An analysis of respondents to a KBS survey considered swing voters that do not characterize themselves as politically conservative or liberal found that they prioritized material value, with a substantial number selecting money over fame. These respondents estimated their income level to be in the lower 40th percentile of society, relatively lower than those identifying with a political ideology. While this group felt a similar level of sense of belonging within their family or at work, they felt a weaker sense of belonging within the country, religion, or among friends. On the more politically divided subject of growth versus equitable distribution, a higher percentage of swing voters chose growth, albeit at a lower rate than conservative respondents, but did resemble conservatives in prioritizing growth over unification. However, they are more aligned with liberals on the question of urban development or environmental preservation, with more choosing the latter. When asked about domestic issues, a majority said the ongoing subway protests by disability advocacy groups must end. Over half the respondents also called for a proportionate response from the government to North Korea's armed provocations. The survey of 2,000 adults nationwide, conducted by Hanguk Research from December 22nd to 26th, had a confidence level of 95%, with a margin of error of plus or minus 2.2 percentage points. Richard Larkin, KBS World Radio News. The nation began to impose stricter quarantine measures for travelers from China on Monday, amid a surge in COVID-19 infections in China, following Beijing's decision to lift its zero-COVID policy last month. Last week, health authorities announced that the government will implement tightened quarantine measures for arrivals from China from Monday through the end of February. All travelers from China, whether by plane or ship, will be required to present a negative result from a PCR test taken within 48 hours of departure or 24 hours for a rapid antigen test. They will also have to take another PCR test within one day of arrival. The nation will also stop issuing visas for short-term visits for tourists and travelers from China unless it is for diplomatic, business, and humanitarian reasons. This restriction will be applied from Monday to January 31st. 
All arrivals from China will be required to fill out an electronic Q-code questionnaire before entering South Korea. A disability advocacy group that sought to stage a protest on board a subway in Seoul on Monday morning was stopped by Seoul Metro officials. The Solidarity Against Disability Discrimination attempted to board a train at Samgakji Station in Yongsan District, the closest station to the presidential office, at around 9.13 a.m. following a press conference by the group members in which they called for an increase in the government budget to protect the rights of people with disabilities. However, they were unable to get on board after Seoul Metro officials blocked them from entering the train in front of safety screen doors. The group had staged subway protests since late last year, with wheelchair-bound activists repeatedly boarding and disembarking trains to cause delays in subway services. The latest move came a day after SAD said it will accept a court mediation plan ordering the group to pay 5 million won to Seoul Metro if its protest delays train services for more than five minutes. The group planned to ensure that its onboard protest is less than five minutes. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index shed 10.73 points, or 0.48% on Monday, closing the first trading day of the year at 2,225.67. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.